When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 40, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. Strategically waited to take a drink of water till he had to say hi. <laughs> we're here to talk about Season 3, Episode 5, The Box. I can't believe we're on Season 3, Episode 5, it's by crazy. the way. It's going so fast. Before we discuss the episode, as <laughs> always, we'll bring out the feeling stick. Joe, do you have a feeling stick? A feeling stick for this episode? No, Joe. Feeling sticks don't have to match up with episodes. Oh. We're literally on like our 55th episode or something. Um, no, I don't think so today. Okay, great. Heather. I do have a feeling stick. Okay. Um, since I like we, how you say it like it's surprising. I know. I always have to have feeling sticks. Um, my feeling stick is on this podcast we've referenced friends mm-hmm. and we've referenced... Referenced. (laughs) We've referenced um, the Friends reunion. We have. I have not watched it. I'm not going to. Okay. But if you if you liked it or something, now I mean they don't miss an opportunity. Now Cinemax has a Friends reunion documentary. Mm. It's a documentary about the Friends reunion. I would watch oh, that. Funny. You Before would? I'd watch the reunion, yeah. I like true crime. Anyway, if you guys want to watch it, you can. Thank you for giving them permission. <laughs> I'm bringing a feeling stick that doesn't have anything to do with New Girl, but we Ooh. all watch it, and I'm guessing some other people too do too. I don't know. Have you watched The Hills this season, Joe? Or did oh. you? Just one. That's it. That's all you needed to see. So, so the first season, I was like, this show's going to be so stupid. Lauren Conrad's on it. I'm going to watch it. This is so dumb. Fine. I'm just going to hate watch it. Watch the first episode. Became obsessed with it. Loved it. Wouldn't stop talking about it. Admitted I was wrong. So I've highly anticipated season two, oh. and now I do just hate it because I hate it. Way too much Justin Bobby for me. I mean, it's just I'm just disappointed. That's my feeling stick. Nice. Okay, so let's get into season three, episode five, The Box. Before I give the Netflix description, this time we're gonna have Joe go first Ooh, with the Joeflix description. We'll we'll take turns every other time. Who well, goes first? I think for this episode <laughs> is. To a two-sentence description. You can't change what you want to change sometimes. That's, that's your, what this should if you, be. If you were in charge of the Netflix description of the episode, that's what you would say? Because if you ah. watch the episode... No, we know what happened in the episode. see that there's some change wanting to happen in here. Is that what you name the episode? Yep. No, that's his description. You can't always change what you want to change. Ah, I mean, we didn't okay. give him parameters. We didn't can. say he had to mention what happened. <laughs> So the Netflix versus Joe Flicks description is Jess secretly uses Nick's recent inheritance to pay his long overdue bills and Schmidt turns to a rabbi for help with life's big questions. I'm going to go ahead and vote for Netflix versus Joe Flicks. Heather? I'm a huge Joe fan, but I got to go Netflix. <laughs> like he's Schmidt. I know. <laughs> but Joe, uh, points for creativity. Yes. Yeah, points for And you'll see as we get into the show what I'm talking about. Okay, sounds fun. Guest stars from this episode <laughs> include 
John Lovitz, who plays the rabbi, who is in League of Their Own, The Simpsons, The Producers, about a million other things. He's in everything. Heather, would you like to take the second guest star? Because I know you're very excited about it. Okay, I'll take it. Kimry Lewis, who plays Keisha, who is in Single Parents. Oh, that part. You noticed yeah. that the very first, first time, time we watched, watched the episode. Because we yes. loved Single Parents. She plays Poppy. On Single Parents. On Single yes. Parents. So let's get into it. The show opens in the loft kitchen where Schmidt is torn up about if he's a good person or not and he can't get anyone to say that he is. There's a knock at the door and we see a shady character who drops a bag and runs. Mm -hmm. It's for Nick. And Jess is like, I got this. And the guy's like, I saw you say that. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, uh, just really quick, I didn't... I didn't like the opening scene, mm-hmm. and then I realized it was because Schmidt was sad. Oh, yeah. Well, she said yeah. a handful of dollar well, bills. Yeah. So Nick yeah. first says, I, "Is it a hand? I know it's a hand." And she goes, "It is handful of dollar dollar bills, y'all." <laughs> and that's the opening scene. We see that Nick's his father's estate left him a like lunch bag full of cash (laughs) not shady at all and i'm shocked that his friends hadn't stolen it actually so now we're at the mall we find out nick received about eight thousand dollars he's spending it like crazy on ridiculous stuff like a portrait of himself and a massage the portrait Mm -hmm. is something schmidt would do that wasn't nick i think that it was nick because it's obvious he's something in him that just triggers bad spending and And the the photo shoot's hilarious. It is. He's, I wrote down he's doing the poses you do. Oh, yeah, I do yeah, pose you like do that. Yeah, poses like that. No wonder I liked it. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people that when they get eight grand, all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. Like, yeah, I they know just, a lot of they people like that, It just too. burns a hole in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And, but Nick, he, it is out of character for him to go to get a massage. Right. Like, yes. Or even he seems like he's not mainstream enough to be in a mall. Yeah. I was shocked they went to a mall, yeah. actually. Yeah, that he doesn't hang out in the mall. You think the malls would make him mad? The parking makes him mad. You know what my exactly. other Netflix description was going to be? Well, that's what? over now, but what, Joe? Banking in a bag. You just uh-huh. thought of that now. No, that was going to be my I other I would have voted for you. I would have voted for Joe Flix if that had been your That's Joe Flix. Oh, yeah, Joe Flix wins. Yeah, like, like there's money on the line. It's not like he lost $8,000. <laughs> so we find out that Nick owes Winston, what was it, like $1,200, $1,300? But he can't talk to him about money. He's got to find a way to, like, trick it out of him, basically. Did that happen in another episode? No, there's another episode where they are. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was that much money, but they gambled. And he had written on Nick, like, you owe me, like, what, $200? Oh. Then he had, like, a list of all the things he owed him. Oh, that's right. And then right. Nick was like, okay, well, I drove you here, so we'll take $5 off for gas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's a running tab or it's still that tab, but good right. catch, Heather. Thank you. So we find out that Nick has put the photo of himself and the crystals he bought. Oh, so the Hills was relevant to talk about. Oh. <laughs> good job, Sal. That's because Spencer and Heidi have a crystal business. They know. Yeah. Well, so someone might not watch it. Yeah. Um, that. Uh, he put crystals up in his room and he's going to keep his money in a paper bag even though Jess wants him to take it to the bank because a bank is just a paper bag with walls. <laughs> then he puts the paper bag in a box that's in his closet and we find out that's where he puts junk and things he doesn't want to deal with but Jess sees it's a lot of overdue bills mm. and you could tell her mind the wheels are turning about a way to pay the bills. Jess is nosing around. So Schmidt is on a couch we don't know where talking about what a hard time he's having and how his tweets are extremely literal lately and we find out he's discussing with a rabbi 
And the rabbi's confused, doesn't know why he's there, and tells him he should think of the needs of others when Schmidt says. Heather, do you want to take that? No. Okay. The, the rabbi says, were the girls Jewish? And Schmidt says, one Indian, one regular. One regular, yeah. Schmidt. <laughs> Laughing a little too hard at that joke, Heather. <laughs> okay. Um, so he leaves there, and when he's walking, there's a man, a bike messenger, so a man on a bike, who gets hit by a car and is choking. Um, and he uses, as he calls it later, Heimlich's maneuver <laughs> to save him and saves his life and is very pleased with himself and starts singing a song about it. And the guy's like, can you call 911? Oh, that's so funny. Then we see Jess is on the phone paying the bills and telling people that she's going to mail them cash. Seems like not a great idea. Well, I like... On the bike crash, what maybe you don't see unless you have closed captioning, is... Take a drink. Schmidt goes, wait, Bingo. what are you, biking and eating? Yeah, he gets mad at him. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, like, it's that guy's Like fault. a teachable moment. Although it isn't safe to ride a bike and eat. That is no decision stupid. making. Yeah. Especially in L.A. Yes, oh, I true, know, right? Um, but also, at that time, Nick has this huge sparkly frame around the picture of himself. Yes, and that that, they, that picture is there forever, the rest of the show. Oh, it is? It's always in the background of shots. And in the living room for everyone to see. I thought it was in his bedroom. Oh, I thought it was With the crystals. No, that was definitely in his room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so now we're in the living room, and Winston has put on a brotherhood with hearts display on the TV, and he Nick just thinks he's just telling him how much he loves him, but he realizes that he's trying to get paid back, and Nick goes crazy, which makes no sense because he owes him that money. Right. And he goes, I get a little bit of money, and you come slipping out of the woodward. <laughs> and instead of woodwork. Like Wood he's not work. there every day. <laughs> I know. He says, Jess gets it. She would never try to do anything with my money. And he leaves because they encourage him to go drink to blow some steam off. Jess runs into the bedroom, tries to unsort the bills and Winston catches her finds out that she went through the box and she says did Nick lose a mercury cougar <laughs> or lose a car <laughs> we find out he did and Winston's like look if you pay me the money that Nick owes me I won't tell him what you did oh, disappointed in Winnie B disappointed. yeah Winnie we don't blackmail friends no we don't now we're at the bar where Nick's getting drunk the bar where he works and he says that money is just some paper a king on a mountain said was worth something. And he understands gold because you can make jewelry out of it. <laughs> There's a drunk guy just saying nonsense. And Schmidt shows up and says what you should do is give it all away to charity. That's what we do in my religion. Right. <laughs> and says, now, I saved a life today. Would you like to tell me I'm a good man? And Nick just completely ignores him. I mean, yeah. for the love of God, someone just tell Schmidt he's a good guy. He just did something wrong. They finally do at the end. Because but... he is a great guy. We he's all... not a great guy at this point. Who among us has never made a mistake i've definitely never dated two people at the same time that's not a mistake that's like an intentional bad thing to if do two people at the same time wanted to date me i don't know what i'd, okay. I'd be in shock you're painting yourself in a great light this episode heather <laughs> no because i'm a little different okay so <laughs> jess goes to i don't know where do you pay parking tickets the city office and says she wants to unpay some parking tickets she oh. mailed them in cash so, uh, Kimry Lewis, who's playing Keisha, says, okay, so you want me to keep an eye out for your boyfriend's money and then call you when it gets here. Let me put your number in my phone. And just like, I haven't given it to you yet. She's like, yes, you did. That's such a standout. I don't even know if that's a cameo because I'm not sure if she was, like, 
famous at that point. Um, but it was, I've, that part's always stood out to me. Well, the best the customer line. service people do that. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll call you. No, we have your number. Like, yeah. What? The best line before she even goes out uh-huh. is when she's telling, I think it's Winston and Schmidt, oh, well, bill collectors are reasonable people, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I like how they put it in question form, the writers yeah. did. Yeah. They, you know, they, there's not a reasonable bill collector yeah. in this world. Like, what I don't understand is that Jess is freaking out because Nick said, oh, Winston gets it. Did she not think he was not going to notice a couple thousand of the 8,000 went missing and all yeah. his bills were gone? Like, wh- how did she see this ending? I, I know. Well, maybe because he's so scattered. Maybe. Yeah. So she comes back to the house and Nick says that he's about to give Winston his money back or she runs with the box, doesn't know what to do, hides under the bed, admits what she did, which is go through the box and pay some of the bills. And Nick is very mad. But before we get into that, Schmidt's at the hospital visiting the man he saved, who shares with him he'll never be able to ride a bike again. So there goes his job. But Schmidt's like, yeah, yeah, am I a good person? Right. So the guy eventually relents and says, like, yeah, I guess you're a good person. But the guy next to the bike messenger was hit by a bus while holding a bake sale for cancer kids. Yeah. And Schmidt's like, well, that's a really good person. And that's when the bike messenger said, bad things happen to good people all the time. And then he said, what do you know, you idiot? Yeah. Isn't that when he told him he was eating and riding a bike or no, no, that was earlier. You're right. Um, so then I love scenes of Schmidt running for some reason. He runs so yeah. extra. Yeah. So he he's running, extra. but we don't know where yet because we're back with Nick and he's angry and saying to Jess, when are you going to stop trying to fix me? And this is what I'm talking about. I never noticed before from the minute they got together till the later episode where things fall apart that almost every episode there is a really prominent issue with the two of them yeah. together. Yeah. I'm always like, it doesn't make sense. It, it does make sense. It's a nice continuum. She asked him, did you once start a corporation? <laughs> Do you have a lifeguard certificate? <laughs> Do you know you haven't paid taxes? But he's not going to until gay marriage is legal everywhere and he stands by that. Right. Makes sense. One has to do with the other. That cracked me up, actually. Yeah, it was very funny. Because at the time, Angelina, Jolie, and Brad Pitt were like, we won't get married until gay marriage is legal everywhere. And then a couple years later, the kids were like, we want you to get married. And they're like, okay. And now they're divorced. Exactly. <laughs> a lot can happen. Good job, Brad. In a couple Angelina. seasons. <laughs> so... Um, then Nick says, well, I'll help you. Two can help. And there's a really bad analogy about dancing and two people. Finds her night peanuts. Makes fun of her Bobby's pins. Bobby's pins. You need Bobby's pins to put your hair up? Ooh, and then he goes after the purses. No, no. First he says, oh. what's up with all this yarn? Are you knitting a mansion? <laughs> then goes over her vintage purse collection. Starts throwing them out the window and shares. Show, let's hear you chime in on this one. All men want is for their girls to have purses that are sleek and covered in gemstones. As they walk by you in an alley. With a saxophone playing. <laughs> With a saxophone Is that playing. accurate on a scale of 1 to 10? What are you going to well, give Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if that's accurate. We don't pay attention to purses. Don't that's you what I true. thought. I was going to say. Except for when Joe, before we dated, would say, your purse matches your shoes. Oh. Yeah, that's about it. When I mean, you're trying to romance Maybe my someone. purse already had gemstones. I mean. It was the early 2000s. <laughs> I mean, 
Nobody looks at a person and go, I want to date that person. Right. You know, even but though might, purse is in person, but I'm just saying, you it know. It might enhance, like, if their purse matches. Maybe it enhances enhance the, the look. overall appearance. Yeah, yeah like getting yeah. your nails done. But we don't pay yeah. attention to accessorizing. Okay, so okay. no no gemstones. But not only that, but it, the funny part of that scene is that. As he's throwing them out, she's like, no, I paid a nickel for that. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And it looked like it was about worth a nickel. All the purses were out of, like, the thrift shop. The shops, thrift store. And, yeah. and you can tell. Well, they're vintage, yeah. Yeah. So Nick's definitely getting carried away. That's when Jess walks away, writes him a check, hands it to him. He notices it's, like, what, a baby, horses that are best friends. What else can you get on checks? And oh, um, she just walks out. Goes back to her farm animal check. It does. Yeah. I was going to say that. Nice. No, but that whole scene is about just trying to change Nick. And Nick yes. told her, you're not going to change me. And why are why? you? Thus, the stop? Netflix description comes into play here. because <laughs> That's the Joe Flicks description. That's what it was. Is is he? She's trying to change his spending habits mm. and the way he pays bills mm-hmm. and reacts to everything and just puts everything aside. Right. And he's like, you're not going to change me. This is who I am. And that's it. So your Joe Flicks description holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was the same with Winston. He was trying to change... You know what I'm saying? He was, he was trying to trying change to Nick. He was trying to get oh, his money back. I think he he knew that Nick doesn't back. react to that very well. And so when he did, Nick was like freaking out. And then there was a change in Schmidt. Change, Schmidt is trying to change his behavior because he wasn't a good person yeah. with all his no. relationships. Oh, so I don't He's think going to the rabbi to change. But you can't always change what you want to. Right. Because it's somehow innate in Schmidt's personality to look out for Schmidt. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, just like, I don't know if it was this episode. No, it was a different episode. (laughs) But he's like, I got to meet at 8 o'clock, so I got to get there at 7.45, put all the chairs down. You see, he does that kind of Mm. stuff for him because of his OCD. Even though you think it's for other people. Most of the times, his helping other people is self-serving. Self-serving? I don't think Schmidt was trying to change in this episode. I think he was being himself and trying to get someone to say he was a good guy, not do the work and get the bride. But he wouldn't have went to his rabbi if he wasn't trying to change. True, and he may not have saved the guy's life. Yeah, a lot no, of times. He definitely saved his life. A lot of times you he go to a priest. He may not have. Oh, I think he would have done that. You go to a priest and confession or a therapist if you want to change certain things about you. I think or... he was looking for answers. I don't think he yeah. was looking for change. Yeah. Because yeah. then he shows up at the rabbi's bar mitzvah class, freaking out, Ugh. screaming, yells YOLO on his way out, saying nothing matters. Yeah. Do whatever you want. And then we see Heather's favorite character outside, Dave, who's caught oh. all the purses. They're all his now. He's one of my fa- my favorites, Tran. When Jess gets a phone call from the bank saying that there's a man there trying to open a checking account with a check from her and a paper bag full of money. <laughs> she shows up at the bank and he says, I would do anything for you, Jess. They make up mm. and the bank person's like, okay, that'll be an $8 processing fee. <laughs> Nick's about to go postal but stops and then Jess goes postal for him. Yes. And is like, what's a bank if it's not... Not just a paper bag with walls. And the bank lady goes, you're making some really good points. <laughs> Waves the $8 fee so they win and everyone lives happily ever after for this episode. But before that, we're in the loft with Winston, Winston and Schmidt. And Winston says, you're a good man. You just did a bad thing and you need to do better. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you this gift, which was a candelabra <laughs> that he spent all the money Nick paid him back on. Yeah. And he... And Schmidt's like, I'm going to hide it in a closet so robbers can't find it. 
and then asked him um, if he rubbed it to see if a genie would come out. And he said yes. And I love when he asked Winston, if a genie came out, what would you wish for? And he says, more candelabras. And, like, giggles. Yes. And and then um, and then he goes, I rubbed it a bunch of times. Yeah, when he asked him how many. But that sounded like an ad lib to me. I think so, yeah. yeah. Especially that ask for more candelabras. And that's the end of the episode. So we're going to go with favorite Jess look. Joe, I know you don't like when I ask you this, but I'm going to anyway. Do you well, have a favorite Jess look? I tried to pay attention, and I don't know if it was this episode or another one, mm-hmm. but <laughs> she has a pink bow tie on. That was this one, I think. Over a shirt. And it looks like it's on the, it's shirt, that's the shirt over the shirt, or is it part of the I shirt? I think it's part of the know. shirt, and it had a skirt. I don't know if that was this episode or not, because we watched a couple in a row. Yeah, yeah, so I'd say that one was pretty funny. Heather, favorite Jess look? Um, my favorite, and this is this is exciting, um, is um, the white and black sundress with the mm. pleated skirt. Yeah, I like that one too. And I'm going to make a, a possible prediction here. Mm-hmm. That may end up being... My favorite of the season. That's just crazy. That's how much I liked that wasn't it. That good. Yeah. Well, it's all in the eye of the beholder. I didn't have a favorite dress outfit, but I did have a favorite dress hair. I love when she does her hair half up, half up, half down. She pulls it off so well because she has so much hair. And that was the hairstyle she had at the mall. For best dressed, I had no one. What about you guys, Joe? For best dressed, yeah, yes. nobody. Heather, um, let's see here. For best dressed. I had outside Dave oh, with the, the purses. purses. Good one, good one. I wish I would have thought of that. That brings us to favorite Schmidt moment. Mine is when he's rescued the guy and then starts singing and praise. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Can you call nine one one?" And I have a zero dollar, zero dollar. I have a zero on the jar count. Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? When he says one Indian, one regular. regular that's a good one. Yeah, Joe. The Schmidt moment? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was a combination with Nick where he's like, oh, it's a shotski to give away money in Jewish. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Called it by the wrong name. And, yeah. yeah. And then Nick called it by the wrong name when he's like, oh, I'm just doing a shotski. And it's, it's not what the word was. Yeah. But when he was teaching them all that stuff. And any any Jewish scene is hilarious with Schmidt because I'm still trying to figure out, is he Jewish in real life? Max Greenfield? I don't... I think he is. I don't know, because he knows a lot about the Jewish culture. Well, his character well, yes. does. Well, writers yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny when he goes into that, because people don't understand it, but they try to. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny seeing Schmidt do that with all of them. So speaking of funny, that brings us to our favorite or funniest moment. I've already shared mine, which is for sure Winston wishing for more candelabras. Buying a candelabra without money, that whole thing was so ridiculous. Heather, what was your favorite or funniest moment? Um, well, my favorite was um, Nick saying to Jess in the bank, I'd do anything for you, Oh, Jess. that's a good one. Really touching. Good one. And then the funniest um, was uh, Jess and outside Dave. Mm-hmm. And um, also Nick making fun of her things. Like Bobby's pins. Bobby's pins. Night yes. peanuts. Yes. Joe, favorite or funniest moment? Oh, and this show? Well, I hope you know what show we're talking has about. Has to yeah. be, has to be the bedroom scene when Nick's throwing out all the purses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Same as Heather then. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious, yeah. 
Um, now that brings us to Honey Roast Award for the best character performance. I am giving it to Outside Dave. Ah. I hate to copy Heather, but yes. it was just a nice little quick part of this episode. And I like how he said, I'm going to use this one to keep shells in or something crazy. Yes. <laughs> Heather, what's your Honey Roast? Well, I no need to ask me because I promised if Outside Dave, Tran, or Remy was mm-hmm. on an episode, mm-hmm. they get the Honey Roast. So Outside Dave, love him. But I give a nod to Future Nick. Future Nick? I'm the wrong episode. Uh, yeah, there's only one Nick in this episode. The old guy, his future Nick. Oh, that's not future Nick. That's just another old man at the bar. Oh, okay. So I'm similar not... looking. Good job, yeah. Hevs. Okay, Joe, uh, Honey Roast Award for this episode on this show. I would say for this one here, <laughs> it's kind of tough because it's between Nick mm-hmm. and Schmidt. Okay. But I would say probably Nick. Because for him coming around, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, he changing. Started, yeah, he yeah. had a hard line about it. Hard line about banks, then he ends up in a bank. Yeah. You know. And then Jess concedes. Yeah, and too. it's such brilliant, brilliantly written by the uh, writers. Because mm-hmm. banks are like that. Everything's a processing fee. Oh, Every, yeah. everybody oh everything. Has, everything yes. has a processing fee. Yeah, that's days. true. Yeah. And always, yeah. in the old days, you know what that's called? That's called do, the cost of doing business. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? When your yeah. secretary has to write something down. Yeah. You know, and banks, banks, even today, banks are, they don't want you coming in. You, I go into a bank every week, twice a week, I go into banks. Mm-hmm. Every time, one teller. There's really? only one teller in banks now. That's it. They don't want you coming in Maybe there. that's an Arizona thing. Even if the line's five, six deep, 10 yeah. deep, 15 deep. I've seen it all. I just walk out when it's at. But yeah. they don't want you coming in. And if you don't do a certain amount of transactions mm-hmm. on the internet, mm-hmm. you get charged monthly. Well, you're a business. Oh. You don't need yep. any transactions on the internet. Yep. You do all kinds of transactions. You transfer money. You do oh. all kinds of things. I thought you meant like electronic right. deposit. Right. And then they they don't want you coming in and getting change, so they limit the amount of change you get. Really? They are a bank. That's like their job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's crazy. That it's, is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So I, I, uh, a credit union I can totally relate to Nick there i go i went to bank of america and i never go inside a bank i, I literally was in line like 20 minutes yeah they had three tellers but still i, I mean literally yeah um that brings us to bears i caught none did you guys catch any bears uh no joe mm, no okay and that brings us to discussion questions i am going to start because this one's been bothering me a lot Okay. If Nick's dad left his estate's money to him, shouldn't he have called his mom and his brother, seen if they wanted some of the money? Well, I thought they all got their own inheritance. Well, there was no paperwork, so we definitely don't know that. So I think it was 24000 divided by three is what you think. But Nick's dad lived in a whole different state. I don't know. I just, I feel like the right thing to do, and he's supposed to be so responsible when it comes to his family and take charge. I've been kind of like to touch base with them, not immediately go to the mall and spend all the money. Maybe he touched base with them when we didn't see. Off screen. Yeah. Yes. Um, Joe, do you have a discussion question from this episode? Not about banks. Well, I mean, I wonder if anyone's ever tried to change someone. Oh, <laughs> ah, good question, Joe. And, it, and it, it always is. Because... It's never really the guys changing the girls. No. I've never seen that where you've tried to change someone. Like, I've never had a girlfriend that I had to change. Mm-hmm. 
but that's not your personality. Though. They do, they do, they do change. Everyone, every relationship I think changes I've been in yeah. right. changes me in some part, and then right. the one that ultimately changes you—that's what they call the keeper, right? The one that can ultimately change you. Oh. If you get one of those guys, that's that's the one you keep. You Is that what why we didn't work out? Because I tried to change you into showing up places on time, and the, and you wouldn't. So that's and why now you didn't I last. do. So. <laughs> but I do now. But I do what? now. You were thirty minutes late today. Yeah. You, well, that's, I wasn't late. You're I was co- doing you're stuff. You're communicative but. about you the lateness. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I like people who accept me as I am. Yeah, but his question is, it it well, is, and and that's the thing is, is you can't change what don't want to change either, right? Right. So right. if people don't want to change, you're not going to change them, and, and you're right. You just have to accept them because, right. and, and but when you say, "Well, I don't want to change the way I am," but but you're a good person, yeah. Right. You know, you're eccentric about certain things. You have passion for certain things. Right. Everybody has that. Right. We're talking about change where you don't want to pay your bills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Needed to be changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you want to take $8,000 and buy rhinestone pictures. Right. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> they mean, were crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you ever had to change anyone that extreme that we're like, oh my gosh, this person needs a total overhaul? Yeah. Uh, well, I can't like cite any examples except for in all the time I've known you, I have tried to not change you, but just like really get you to go places on time. We all remember the story of how I was an hour and a half late to being induced. To having to, for our son to be born because Joe got in the shower at the time he was supposed to be driving me and then drove through Del Taco as I was vomiting on the way. I'll tell that story <laughs> as many times as I can. So I never tried to change Joe except for that one aspect. But we all have our things, and my thing is being on time and not wasting other people's time. It drives me insane. But no, I don't. I just I, I like meeting new people and seeing like different things about them. Heather, um, yeah, my. The first boyfriend I had in college, I had to, I tried to change him mostly to make You him, dated like criminals, so obviously yeah, you're like, no, this one wasn't really a criminal, although he did keep a loaded gun in our store. And Heather. I know, isn't that crazy? Wow. And, but I tried to change him to be a nice person, and I worked so hard, and it didn't work. So I learned a lesson. Yeah. You know, if... if they have something about them that makes me that crazy, especially if they're my age and they've done it this long. Yeah. Nobody's changing anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to share that Heather's dog Sprinkles is here and she obviously doesn't want to change Joe because she's fallen asleep on his foot like it's a pillow. It is the cutest thing I've ever she's seen. She's just like our listeners. She's completely obsessed with Joe. Heather, yeah. <laughs> Heather, did you have a discussion question? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, well, one, impressive. Yeah. one was Joe's. So oh, okay. great question, um, Joe. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is just a quick, easy one. Uh huh. Is your filing system closer to Nick Ooh. or Jess? Jess, I'm very organized. When I worked in, um, I worked at a baseball stadium in high school, and then my first year of college, the receptionists left, and they were like, "Oh, do you want to come do it?" You know, not full time, but all the hours weren't at work basically. And I did. And so I had to learn how to like file stuff and make files and make a system. And so then I just always do that now. And I don't understand why everybody doesn't. In your home and your office? (laughs) No, not in my office. Ironically, I throw everything in a a bin and just hope I don't need it again. You've seen that. At home, it's very organized because that's important stuff. But now everything's on the internet. 
So you yeah. don't really need that much, but the few things I do need, I have an organized file box. Joe, how's your organizational system, I wonder? <laughs> Is it more like Nick's? Well, you yes. know, yes, I've Joe. always had, I've had jobs that re- that are uh, jobs of a million details. Okay. You know, when you run stadiums and arenas, you'll you'll have 40 different invoices from 40 different companies and you got to keep track of everything and what's paid and what's not paid. So you become a spreadsheet guru. So I would oh, say a guru. the you, knowledge of Excel of Excel spreadsheets is essential and I still use them to this day mm-hmm. oh, on you my use businesses. Them now? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't transitioned to QuickBooks or anything like that because oh, I'm just not comfortable. I like my spreadsheets. Yeah, if you know? it's not broken, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I have gotten organized better after becoming my own boss and, and having to keep everything straight and know where everything is and mm-hmm. everything else. Because you're going to have serious consequences if you don't. Yeah, but I also employ about 30 teenagers, and there's nothing organized about them. <laughs> I, I bet. mean, you just put something somewhere, and next time it's on a top shelf in the corner, and you're like, what is that up there doing up there? How did that even get up there? Yeah, it's oh fun to watch gosh. Joe interact with the teenagers at work. Oh, hey, I have a Joe story. So for all of those of you, Joe looks devastated just talking about those teenagers. Oh, I know. <laughs> he looks suddenly exhausted. I hope they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Um, so I have a story about Joe, two stories about Joe organizational skills. The first is when I worked with Joe, he would pretend not to know how to use the fax machine or the copy machine oh. so that people would do it for him. So he'd That's go and like smart. press all the buttons and be like, I, I don't know what's happening. I broke it. So you'd have to jump up and be like, oh, I'll do it for you, Joe. And he'd be like, hey, That's and actually away. an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. It's also an episode <laughs> of My Life with Joe. The other one is, so we worked at, I've said a thousand times now, a baseball stadium. Drinking. And game no and you oh yeah drinking game yes that would be a good drinking game or bingo <laughs> so you uh then we have a shared drive where the contract would be and you take the contract from the shared drive open it up to a save as and then type in like you know jose's mexican food on field promotion one thousand mm-hmm. dollars print it or email it to them Joe, over the course of two years, still couldn't master save as. So whenever you'd open it up, it would be like, Jose's, $1,000. Like, what? Joe's last contract. Yeah. So you would have to go in and back out all of his stuff, do it save so it saves right, and then do a save as from there. And we had an assistant general manager and then general manager. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. And it was his pet peeve. It drove him nuts that Joe would do it. He would bring it up every meeting. He would get on the intercom on the phone and say something. I was like, dude, you need to chill. He's the same one who hosted that stupid fantasy football thing. Well, they didn't work all day. And was like telling oh. me to work. And was like, can you order us lunch? I was like, yeah. Hardest of passes. I'm not your personal secretary. I will not be ordering you lunch. Good job stories right there you know sometimes it's interesting with some distance you really see a lot of things you didn't see in the moment (laughs) anyways heather did you answer your question bonus joe stories for fans yes oh yeah i'm i'm super organized like all my episodes are in chronological order. Oh, I've been and your that. recipe, your recipes are really. Oh, my organized. recipes are really organized. Yeah, yeah. Those have truth. to be because you make yeah. so many different things. Like right. you got, like today, I found out there's a search on your notes on your Apple phone. Oh, I love that. So because I got a hundred notes, and every time I'm on the phone, they're like, "Give us your EIN number, Mr. Henderson." I'm right. like, oh, I got to scroll through a hundred times. 
And then my daughter showed me today, oh, don't just hit search and put in EIN number. It'll go right to that note. She's the one who taught me that, too. I know. Yeah. So I've, search functions are huge in yeah. notes. It yeah. really went off topic here. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for wait, this. Wait, oh, wait. no, that's not it. Heather has um, more discussion questions. Okay. Do, um, do you guys think Jess was wrong? Did we kind of answer this? Yeah. In, to go into the box? Oh, for sure it was wrong. That's, yeah, black and yeah. white. Yeah, okay, I agree. And then, last but not least, have you ever gotten an inheritance, and how did you spend it? Well, we both did. Yeah, we both did. Yeah. Um, I was married at the time to Joe, mm-hmm. and our mom's best friend passed away, and... Is that how we bought that the That table Acura? and that hutch. Oh, fun story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got some money, too. I just don't remember how we spent it. it. I think we yeah. did a down payment on the Acura, though, and then paid yeah. off some debt. Um, yeah. So this person had left her home and the contents to our mom. And before the estate sale, to, I think, get split up between the parties or whatever, we could come in and, like, pick anything we wanted. And our refrigerator was old, so we got the refrigerator that consequently broke, like, six months later. My parents felt, <laughs> my parents felt so guilty. I had to go yeah. buy a new refrigerator, which is the refrigerator I have yeah, today that, in my house. It's, it's that refrigerator. refrigerator. It went from storage to Heather's house to my house. Yeah. Like, that's going to break any day now. Probably. I had good times with that thing. Um, so, anyways, we have this really expensive, beautiful wood table. And they, we had to have Heather and her boyfriend at the time and a bunch of people help us move it. So I ordered some pizzas and I was trying to manage Caden, who's a toddler and Heather doesn't like do kids and the pizza. And then someone's like, someone needs to clean under the old refrigerator. I'm like, oh my God, I'm only one person. Like, this is really hard. So I set the pizza down on the new table and I said to Heather, oh my gosh, this is too hot. It could probably damage it. She said, no, it's fine. It's fine. Oh my gosh, it's fine. Cause she's probably worried I was going to say, can you go clean under the refrigerator? And I walked away and I came back and there was a giant heat stain on like two fourths of the table that we were never able to get out. It was beautiful, perfect condition. I still have the hutch. It's right next to us. I didn't keep the table. It's classic, Heather. That also reminds me of the time. I guess people might have turned it off by now, but this is such a good Joe story. Oh. So then years later, as everyone knows, Joe and I got divorced and Joe was moving. So we had a garage sale of anything that was in the house that we lived in that people didn't want anymore. Remember Joe? Yep. And uh, so we put out um, a dining room, not that dining room table because, no, I think we sold that dining room table then. And and we had a lot of like weird, like our, our backyard was really big. So like patio furniture and patio furniture sets and stuff. So we put out everything we wanted to sell and we were almost done. Like all the stuff was gone. We made so much money. We were going to split it. We were so excited. And Joe comes walking out of the house with this beautiful bench that is in my house right now. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? I want that. He's like, oh, I want inventory. <laughs> We're running out of supplies. And I was like, no. yeah, no, that's the goal of a garage sale. <laughs> Run out of what you're selling, not to sell stuff you want to oh. keep. And I had to pick it up and walk it back inside. He was so wound up that day. This is a fabulous episode. People are If getting, they like Joe stories the, and not new girls. You're getting like four for a price of one. <laughs> On that note, unless have Heather, please. <laughs> no, I can I answer. I thought you were going to have another question. I was like, no. So I got that inheritance and I put it right in the bank but I did pay off some bills but uh one time at work I won a trip to the Caribbean and we were gonna go and then 9-11 happened Mm -hmm. so yeah she's told that story before yeah so they actually paid for me to go to like Arrowhead which is local Mm -hmm. but part of the price package was two thousand dollars to be spent in the Caribbean Mm -hmm. so they said you can have it 
but you have to spend it within a week because the way our billing cycle is, you have to spend it in the days you're in Lake Arrowhead. So I had a hotel room in Lake Arrowhead that I wasn't using. And we went to Macy's. Yes. Yeah. And to dinner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm running around and I had just bought my house. So I'm buying like linens mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it was super fun. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. On that note, I'm going to end the episode. We'll see you guys next week for season three, episode six, Keaton. Not one of my favorites, but still fun to discuss. Anyways, have a great week, guys. Visit us on Instagram and tell us if you've ever won an inheritance. One, <laughs> received an inheritance. Um, we love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.